the aspect of oh dancing has been turned a lot to performance and what you look like and one of the things i could say personally i don't consider myself black at all but just for the sake of ease of conversation and one of the things i noticed that was very distinct within like like black culture is like dancing was like a oh you have to know how to do the dance to the song and like be in rhythm and be good right if Mm -hmm. not people are like what what are you doing (laughs) right it's it's like a whole thing where it's like people can it's a whole thing like oh they dance well it's like oh if you go to like the the clubs and stuff or you see things like people like it's like an unspoken rule like no you need to be in rhythm you need to know this with this song you need to know this stuff like you need there's like an unspoken rules and like people are like looking to see like oh can this person actually dance right Right. and it's a whole thing that it was like okay you got to actually do this and then it was a whole other situation which i i hate this duality stuff but just for it it's like you go into like something like the white club or whatever people just dancing and having a good time and just enjoying themselves right there's some other things too but that was one of the biggest things i noticed where it's like oh people would like have i would go to i remember in college i'd go to bars and people would be dancing and then the minority of people of with uh, some part of man you see those people dancing i'm like yeah they're actually having a great time and we're in people are just here talking oh okay let me let me pause this for a second okay yeah and and it's it'll just be like people it's like you realize that these people they're like in the music they're enjoying it they don't give a fuck about what anyone else is doing and then we're here talking about them and like not moving to this song that even though i don't i still (laughs) i still understand why people some people really like the song sweet caroline i never understood it (laughs) i remember the first time i heard the song and it was a very different it was really interesting when it's like because the school i went to there's a lot of people from the east coast Mm -hmm. apparently it's like a massive song there or something was it the song that was your um alert for when the bars were closing no no it was like that was like a banger like at <laughs> my school like it was the weirdest thing like i remember like it was, it's just the whole thing when it gets into like different worlds and cultures right it was a whole thing where it's like a lot of athletes are from texas right that just kind of happens it's a thing in schools they're either from california florida or texas and mm-hmm. i remember it was like my freshman year and of course like i knew people so i was in the bars and stuff and I remember Sweet Caroline comes on. I'm like, what is this song? And people are like losing their mind. They're like, oh, no, shit. Ah, bah, bah, bah. And I remember like this was happening. And I was yeah. making eye contact with like different people. And we were like very much confused, like just standing there, like not moving. Like what is going on? The song's from 1945. Y'all were just playing like like i don't i don't know like future like something like in my in like at that time of mine something that was bumping and the guy's like oh yeah the crowd's all done i'm gonna throw on sweet caroline <laughs> and then we're like what and people are just losing it but then yeah. like even when it gets into that like i feel like that touches on perception right and like how perception is reality and i was listening to uh, bob proctor and today and he was speaking about I actually have an interview with them tomorrow about like getting there for mentorship Um, but like he was speaking about perception a lot of people see it as just a word when it's actually a faculty of the higher self right it's just like intuition is like a faculty people like oh develop your intuition but how about like develop your perception right and he was speaking of this thing about like when you have a problem or when you can't or you're having a issue of trying to figure something out like literally 
be at a table or somewhere and then imagine people you'd want to get advice from and like get up from the table and go and sit in another spot and try to sit in their energy and like, okay, how would you know, Lincoln see this? How would Carnegie see this? Like mm-hmm. he was speaking about people that he uses, right? Like, and using that exercise, that perception, because subconsciously we are connected to every single being that's ever existed, right? Yeah. I was like, literally just having this conversation earlier with someone who's uh, a life, a spiritual life coach as well. He just happened to be my Uber driver. And so, of course, we talked for like 100 years. But in regards to perception, we said the same thing. And I was like, I try to make a habit of not giving people advice um, because I would love for them to know how to give themselves advice, you know? So if your perception is like, what would Carnegie or, you know, whoever, like you were just saying, think or feel or, you know, have about this situation, but actually, okay, great objectively speaking and then what do I think about this like apart from my myself my objective self that can actually 360 take a view of something what would my advice be to myself like oh okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and the thing is that like I say personally when I use this kind of method I find myself the way to get that 360 view is to then like pretend or like invoke the energy of something else Mm. because sometimes it's really hard to take off those glasses and like okay Mm -hmm. let me change the perception we get so used to it where it's like let me get a 360 view it's like yo like you can move your feet around in the 360 (laughs) world right like you can move around you don't just gotta be like oh what's going on like you can walk around and sometimes Mm -hmm. we forget to walk around until like my um one of my teachers he he calls it like the ventriloquist effect because i forgot the name of the guy but it was this guy who would like literally talk to his ventriloquist and ask him questions right like like his own doll but Mm -hmm. his doll was like one of the wisest things in the world because for him that doll acted as a path for his subconscious and he calls it my teacher eric pepin higher balance institute he calls Mm -hmm. it the governor right that ventriloquist allowed it to be a bypass for a governor for him to plug straight into the akashic records right Mm -hmm. so he could literally ask a doll anything and then those are like, oh, it's this, da, 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 da. even though it's him talking through his mouth. But the whole thing is like through all that time. And, you know, I'm not a ventriloquist, but I'd be really interesting to interview someone and be like, how does that like really start to take on its own identity? Yeah. And, like its own personality that's so strong that like it's almost something separate from you. Well, it reminds me of Abraham Hicks. You know, there's Esther and Jerry, but Esther is the one that's channeling the energy of Abraham, but it's her and her personality that is speaking as she's saying, you know, we're glad you're here, or this is what we think, or what we hear you saying. And it's like, you know, I always love telling people about Abraham because I'm a big personal fan, but also just because it's kind of a a woo-woo, a little bit crazy thing. So they're like, wait, what? (laughs) It's a person channeling another person's energy of Abraham. And I'm like, yeah yeah exactly it's great yeah and it's a whole thing where like with channeling i'm still i won't say opening my mind to it but it's just a whole aspect of it of like because the reality of it is that when i started to dive into spirituality of course i like got all these books and like this one book i got i didn't realize until i was halfway through the book it was a whole book trying to convince someone why not to do it (laughs) 
and like how I was like the worst thing in the world, but I didn't realize that because it was called like the science of the new age. And I'm like, and it was like really thick. And I'm like, I'm going to read that to figure out what it's about. But it was the whole thing where like, it was basically talking about like, you shouldn't do these things and protect yourself from going to hell. And I was like, whoa, that's one of these books. Okay. Like, but if I had to read 450 pages to figure that out. You know, <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. Um, and so like, but the part of channeling, it talked about like, which is a really valid point is to be like very conscious of like who you are and your energy and not just opening up to any type of channel because you have some of these entities who are being around for thousands of years that like really take advantage of like very naive, unsuspecting humans and getting them to do their will and like having them on a merry-go-round for their entire life, mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, I'm channeling this, like you go on TikTok for like 10 minutes and then you'll have people who are claiming a channel from source and all the stuff they're saying. And it's like, bro, like, what are you connected to? Because you're definitely channeling something, but this ain't. Yeah. That ain't that I, be careful. We use a lot of discernment. With yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just the thing when it gets to like, I feel that's the thing a lot of people want to play with because it's like cool. Like, it's like, oh, my God, check this out. Yeah, no, I sound like this. <laughs> right. But it's a whole thing where it's like, yo, this stuff is real, but also be like very conscious of like what you're doing and just aware. And I think sometimes, because it got to a point in time where I realized I was doing it. Um, and one of my friends called me out on it because I would like go into something and I start talking. And then I remember the feeling and it was when back when I was uh, smoking, it was with that. And it was a whole thing where like I would smoke and then people would ask me questions and I was like channel. Like mm -hmm. I could tell because I could feel it. It literally felt like, say it was like someone kind of like, it was like this subtle pressure in my crown. It really felt like I was like on a ride. Mm -hmm. And then like, I'd be talking, 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 talking. And then the second I would think, boop, and I'd be like, oh, I got kicked out guys. And they're like, what? It's like, yeah, I don't remember what I said. And then someone was like, yeah, when you can't remember anything you said, that's actually a negative entity like taking, and especially if you're doing something to yeah. have to connect to it, that's a really parasitic sign if you can't, connect to this consciously if you have to like do something like yeah. take something to then be able to that was like and that was one of the beginnings of like uh this i think i'm being used by this stuff and mm -hmm. not like i'm not as a conscious user with this medicine no i was abusing it and it was starting to abuse me right because mm -hmm. it has a consciousness right it does it does mm -hmm. yeah